Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kevin Kaufman, your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast, the podcast where we bring you weekly business tips and tricks, as well as in-depth interviews with leading minds in real estate and entrepreneurship to help you take your business to the next level. All right, Next Level Podcast listeners, uh, I am back and today with my friend Willie Miranda from the great state of New York. Willie, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, pal. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us today on this podcast. Uh, it means a lot to me that you do that. I know you are a busy, busy man. So let me just start off first by honoring that, your time and saying thank you um, and just saying, hey, man, you know, I've gotten to know you a little bit over the last year or so. We've been found ourselves in the same room a couple times now, right? Uh, right. Through, through our friend John Cheplak and, uh, and some others. And I've just been fascinated with your business, with the way you've grown your team, the, the way you use video, um, the way that you coach the agents around you, um, your ins- the insurance part of your business. It's, it, to me, it's been fascinating. And so I remember you and I were sit- we were both at the same event in January of 2019, earlier this year. And I was watching you speak and I just remember taking notes on some of the different things you've done. And I thought, man, that guy's fascinating. I've got to get him on the podcast soon. So here we are a little bit later than I expected, but I'm glad we got the chance to do it. Oh, absolutely. And I, I appreciate you having me come on. It's an honor to be on. And, uh, you know, it's something like you said, uh, so many of us know each other in different ways and we have so many different people that uh, we know. And, and uh, it's, it's great to be able to share great content like this and been watching a lot of your stuff also over the last couple of months since I met you. Uh, and you guys uh, deliver some really great content. Well, hey, man, I appreciate that uh, very much. So let's start with, um, if you don't mind, like I, we don't have to spend a ton of time here, but I'd love to go back with like, how, how long have you been in real estate and what, what got you even started in, in this crazy business? Uh, I, got, I got into real estate business back in 1998, so just over 20 years. And I got into it, I guess, by accident. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, I was in the insurance business, as, I, as you mentioned already, and right out of college, I was going to be actually a state trooper and ended up getting into the insurance business, made more selling uh, life insurance and health products in the first six months uh, than I would have a whole year uh, as being a state trooper. So ended up giving up my dream of being a state trooper, jumped into sales, loved it. Uh, and um, in 1995, opened an Allstate franchise, which I still own today. And uh, what happened was that if, if you know how insurance works, it's all based on residual income. And even though we were building up a scratch operation, I was my first policy. Uh, it was a scratch operation. And we were winning all kinds of awards at Top Auto, Top Life Insurance Sales uh, for our whole uh, area. But I wasn't making any money. I didn't have my book of business. didn't have the residuals coming in. And what I found myself in 1998 uh, is about $125,000 in debt uh, by just putting it back into the business, right? You got to pay for staff. You got to pay for rent, heat, lights, all the other things that's us uh, crazy entrepreneurs uh, put, put our risky uh, uh, cash flow on the line. And uh, so we were looking great on paper, winning all these trips, but we weren't making any money and I got myself behind. So um, it got me a call from the bank saying, uh, your line is overdraft, uh, or actually my checking account was over, uh, overdrawn by about $15,000, got my attention. And um, ended up, I had a couple friends of mine that were doing real estate had a couple uh, insurance clients that I had that said, I wish you were in real estate because I gave, uh, you know, uh, your, your buddy Bob here the listing. He took it within a week. He sold it and I had to cut him a check for 12 grand. And I'm like, that's, that's incredible. I mean, that, what kind of money is that? I'm only making a hundred bucks on your auto policy here. 
So um, I got into insurance, $125,000 in debt. And I'm glad to say within uh, about 12, 18 months right after that, was able to get out of debt. And uh, the real estate really helped me do that. So I loved it, fell in love with the real estate side of it. Insurance and real estate goes hand in hand. You know, we sell them a house, we sell them insurance. Uh, they buy insurance with us, we sell their home because we have that relationship with them. And we're really big on uh, really the relationship repeat and pro business, which is really uh, something that the insurance world is built on. So it was a nice transition over to real estate. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. First of all, I, I don't know anybody for whatever reason, I don't know anybody in this business who's, who's done something big, has grown a big business like yourself that hasn't had some sort of moment like that, right? Where you get the phone call from the bank, you're $15,000 overdrawn, or you just find yourself in debt one day and you don't even know how you got there because you're so busy trying to make it happen. Uh, but what I love about that is constantly that typically brings out the best in people to mm -hmm. who are at least the people that are going to perform and will step up. It's those types of adverse situations that brings out the best in people. And here you go, here you go, 12, 18 months later, you're out of debt, you're making money. You've got, now you're running real estate and insurance businesses. Um, I really love that, man. It says a lot about you. I think as a person, uh, as a survivor or someone who just kind of makes things happen. And I like that. Well, the piece I also left out was we had a six month old baby. Uh, we had a new house and my wife was working part-time. So uh, that also is a great motivator. Yeah, I was gonna say those things will motivate you too real quickly, right? Yeah, absolutely. Nothing like having that added, added pressure of family and responsibility at home and you know, you know, kids change everything. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. So, so tell me about your business because, okay, so I love the fact we repeat and referral. So I could see, uh, and maybe, maybe I'm overstepping with my assumption here. So, so please correct me. Is there, did you just learn so much for the way you were succeeding in insurance? Uh, that you said, hey, this also works in real estate with the repeat referral, or was it the other way around? What, which one led the other, or did they lead each other? Well, I think with the insurance, we were taught, and I was a sales manager. I mean, I had 23 agents that I was managing at age 25, um, and these agents were in the business 25, 30, 40 years telling me, you know, what are you going to teach me? But what they taught me was um, the relationship and, and the bigger their business, the bigger their client database was, the more successful they were. And I was able to train some of these guys uh, that just had, you know, they used to have these uh, big trays and every month uh, Prudential would send an update of all their files and these little officer cards, they used to call them client cards. And um, you knew who had a big database, which the guys that had the biggest, you know, um, trays that they had that came through. And, uh, but they always talked about repeat and referral business, uh, the power of the personal know, all those different things that we've known. It's been the same for, you know, decades and it's nothing really new. And even today, when I talk to a lot of agents or if they're in a slump, uh, we just go back to the basics of just treating people the way you want to be treated, doing the right thing, making sure that, you know, you're able to sleep right at night, but really just being really good consultants and a good friend. Uh, to those clients. And, and that's what we, we really worked really hard to do, just going above and beyond for our clients. And uh, not only during the transaction, but also after. And it's really paid big dividends for us. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think uh, no matter how big your business gets, um, it always comes down to the word you just said, which is back to the basics, right? When, yeah. you, when you do those basic things, you take care of your clients, your customers, um, whether we're talking insurance, real estate, or probably even running a restaurant, doesn't matter, right? Some sort of service-based business, that's the key. Right. So yep. tell, tell me about your business, tell me, tell me about your real estate business today, because I know, I know you've got quite a big team, 
Um, how, you know, how long did it take you before you started building out a team and, and what does that look like today? Yeah, you know, we, it was kind of, again, by accident that way as well, going on my own and having a Miranda Real Estate Group. I mean, I started with Cole Banker early on, was there about six months, moved over to Remax, um, was there for a couple of years, did very well with them. Uh, I met Craig Proctor early on as well and did some stuff with uh, Craig Proctor, became one of his coaches. I was actually with Craig for about 19 years. Um, and it was all the relationships, all the agents and all the masterminding that uh, I really loved about that whole organization because I was able to meet, you know, some of my best friends that are still today uh, from that. But just learning what other people from different parts of the country were doing successfully and they would share with us and I would just bring that back. And what started to happen was I started growing from a single agent to a very small team. 2002, went on my own from Miranda Real Estate Group. And then we just kind of built from there. And in 2011 or so, I decided not to have such a big team um, and started to do more of a brokerage type model slash team. So we have a kind of a brokerage team model. And uh, that's where we started attracting other agents and I was helping them build their business within our business. Uh, so that it wasn't just strictly just Willie Miranda only. It was actually me helping other people uh, grow their business like I did, but under my umbrella. And uh, right now we have about uh, 80 agents in our company. Uh, we're in the number one uh, independent office in upstate New York uh, in the Capital District uh, based out of, I think we got 4,400 agents or so uh, total here in our market. Um, so, you know, being based in the Capital District here and having that be the number one uh, independent agency is very important for us because we built that and we built that together and, and the agents are very proud of that. That's awesome, man. You guys have obviously built something special. I've, uh, you know, I've just seen the way you talk about the folks that you work with and I've seen some of them at, at events and it's very clear to me, like there's a lot of pride there in what you guys do as a company and the way you guys show up in your, in your community, the way you serve your clients. I, I remember specifically the PowerPoint you shared in January and some of the pictures of your um, both you, the insurance team and the real estate team. And it's, it, it sounds cheesy, but it, it comes through like it's clear to me that those basics of taking care of the client, taking care of the customer, connecting with them is super important inside your organization. And I think that a lot of times, especially this day and age where there's so many tools and there's so many shiny objects, but the truth of the matter is, it's that those basics are, are actually still what work and still connect us as human beings. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it is. And it's one of the things that I think that uh, so many people, like you said, shiny objects, you know, they look to see what the shortcut is out there. Um, and I know a lot of agents that spend a ton of money on buying leads and just saying that this is the way to do business. And uh, the return on investment just ends up short. And, you know, one of the things, uh, Kevin, that I share with a lot of agents is that, and I, and I actually write about it in a book that I'll share with you guys on what we do in and, and, and the name of the book, but there's two types of agents, right? You have transactional agents and then you have career agents. And the transactional agents that I see are the ones that are really just coming in and out of the business all the time. They don't have any relationships. They burn out. They don't have uh, profitability in their businesses. Uh, they don't know their numbers. And uh, those are the agents that I really try to stay away from. We don't attract those to our company. And when they come on board, I let them know that I'm a partner, you know, we're partners. And I, I'm really looking for the career agent. I'm looking for the ones that want to know their numbers. They want to create that database. They want to create that re repeat and referral business. Uh, and the other th big thing to it, and just I love these podcasts and, and everything that, that you're doing here, is that you got to be green and growing. 
And so many agents are what I call ripe and rotten, where they're just not seeking the additional education and training that's out there. I mean, you can get it for free. And no matter how, how long you're into business or how much you think you know, there's always something uh, that's better than what you know and can, and, and, you know, can give to your, back to your clients. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I love the fact that um, you're also always about growing because when you said that, I just thought about, well, every time you and I have run into each other like in person, what were we doing? We were both somewhere where we could be learning right. and growing ourselves as, as, as people and as business people. Uh, and I, I believe that as real estate agents, real estate professionals, we've got to be doing that constantly if we're going to continue to evolve. You mentioned transactional and relational. Um, my business partner, Fred, and I were having a conversation in the last month with, uh, with a friend here locally in the Phoenix area. And we felt we were in this place with our business where we felt like we've been kind of like both. Like we're a little bit transactional, we're a little relational. And I, I got to be honest, I think that we're at such a pivotal, pivotal moment in our industry. You've got to be all in on one or the other. I don't think that you can sort of do a little bit of both. We're really at a, at a point in time where things change with technology, with the iBuyers, with this disruption that's coming in. Uh, and I do firmly believe that relational is the way to go and it's going to be the thing that keeps us in business in the long run. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, even on the insurance side, I remember back in early 2000 when the internet came, uh, they said, you know, a lot of guys got out of the insurance business that were there for a long time, some of the old timers, because the internet was going to change everything. And less than 10% of insurance is actually bought online today, now almost 20 years later. And it's because they still want that relationship, right? Consumers, it's not like you're going on and click on for a book or for a pair of pants or a pair of shoes. Uh, when it's coming to buying a home or even investing uh, in a 401k or mutual funds or buying insurance to make sure you have the right coverage for your home, they still want to talk to someone. And, you know, we all know people do business with who they know, like, and trust. And that's, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Uh, yeah, I, t I totally agree. You know, you mentioned one of the things, like you mentioned Craig Proctor and coaching, you know, being able to coach other agents. And um, I know you've had your fair share of coaches who have been some of the, um, whether they be coaches or friends or, or mentors that have been instrumental in your, in your life, in your career over, you know, over, as you look back over the last couple of decades and building what you've built so far. Yeah. I mean, I think for sure, uh, Craig Proctor, I mean, he was one of the first ones that I met um, getting into the real estate business and was able to copy and just swipe and deploy a lot of uh, the stuff that he already had in place. And that really gave me a good kickstart in my business where I remember my first year I did like 13 sales. The next year I did like over 52 sales. And a lot of that was because of a lot of the, you know, the ads and the classified ads and the postcards and all the things that uh, some of it still works today and some of it doesn't. But at the end of the day, it just put me down that right path uh, versus cold calling. I'm not a big cold caller was never a big FISBO expire guy. Uh, it was all based on relationships and people, you know, more of that reverse prospecting. Uh, so that really worked out for me. So I got to give uh, credit uh, where credit's due. And I would say definitely with Craig that started with that. Uh, second, Brian Buffini. Brian Buffini has been uh, uh, someone that I looked up to. I met Brian back in 2000, 2001 uh, in Boston. And uh, really, I love what he did with the referral side of it. And uh, met Brian, became one of his certified coaches. Uh, I taught um, uh, Peak Producers and also 100 Days to Greatness when that came out. Uh, and um, co combining the, um, this, you know, more of the direct response marketing to the referral-based stuff that Brian did, it was great because you got people through the door, but then Brian showed you how to take care of them, not only during a transaction, but also after. 
uh, where they've become great referral sources to me, where I can go back on some clients and we've sold them seven, eight, nine homes, uh, or can drive back uh, different sales to them that they referred us out to. So you don't get that from being a transactional agent. So definitely Craig, definitely Brian. And you know, nowadays, uh, watching a lot of stuff that Tom Ferry's doing, you know, I'm really impressed by Tom. I haven't been out to his events, um, but I see a lot of his stuff that he's doing on YouTube. And I met uh, him at Agent 2021 when I was down there at Gary V. And um, great guy, great content. And I got to say, you know, I always look forward to watching those videos as well. Uh, but I would say those would be the top three uh, that I would say for sure on the real estate side. Man, you, you know what I love about that, Willie, is um, you just mentioned three guys who, who, quite frankly, have very different styles. And yep. you said, hey, I, there's something I can learn from all of them. And I think that in this industry, which is something I appreciate, I'm always looking to see what I can learn from someone too. But what I find is I talk to more agents and, it, you know, whether I'm interviewing them for the team, interviewing them for like podcasts or just kind of spending time with them masterminding, so many of us kind of get into our lane and we sort of stay there. Like we think our lane is all direct response or it's all referral. And the reality is, is it doesn't have to be all one thing. We can take the best of these little pieces and pull them into our business and create something even bigger. It's true. And I, and I took a lot of that information. I also applied it on the insurance side. So it works not only in the real estate business, right? It, it can work in any business. You mentioned restaurant business before, and I've had a couple of buddies of mine own restaurants and applied some of these principles to their businesses and it's helped them as well. So uh, inspector, I just talked to inspector the other day. He says, Hey, after my conversation with you last year, I started doing personal notes. I started doing client events, started doing these different things. And uh, he's having his best year ever with inspections. And it was because of a lot of the stuff that I share with him that I learned over the years. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, these are just business principles that we're learning. Um, and we could really go apply. That's one thing I've, I absolutely am so appreciative of real estate has done for me is I, I do genuinely feel like I could go open up any sort of business at this point and have an understanding of how to make it successful and how, and how to move forward uh, yeah. because, because of doing this in the real estate world. I agree. I agree. So tell me, so here we are, it's middle of 2019. You've, you've been selling real estate for a minute, man. You've got, you've been selling insurance as well. Um, what does the future look like for you? You know, you mentioned that you wrote a book. I know that you do a lot of coaching and I know you, I know you don't, you're not going to brag about that. So I'm going to brag for you because, um, the reality is you and I have a lot of mutual friends and they say really good stuff about you behind your back. Uh, I know some folks that you either currently coach or have coached in the past and they love what you do, man. Like what is it about coaching that, that drives you to do it? I know the, I know for a fact, it's not the paycheck because you could just sell another house. Um, so what is it about the coaching and and what type of stuff do you do now? And are you looking forward to doing over, over the, you know, next few years in your career? Yeah. You know, I think when I first started coaching, what really, what I got excited about is that I started, uh, coaching and teaching other people on, on what they needed to do to get their business off the ground. And, um, I was telling them things and, and, and I would hang up the phone and I would say, geez, that, I used to do that, but then I stopped doing it. So it was one of those things where it worked so great that you stopped doing it, you know? Um, so it got me refocused into doing those things. It made me more accountable. And uh, by doing it, it just made me a better agent, I felt, by, by being able to do that. But the other thing I do agree with you is not about the money. And I used to always say that when I was coaching. And there were some agents that just on every call, I'd say, okay, do these three things and we'll meet two weeks. Two weeks later, we'd meet with them they didn't even pick up a pen, you know, they didn't even get started on it. And they gave me all these excuses why. And after about two calls of that, I just say, you know, why don't you just quit, you know, stop paying the money 
you're just wasting it if you're not going to do it. And I don't get excited about getting on a call with you if you're not going to do the, uh, do, do the task, you know, and the activities. And um, that sometimes would either get them going and get them fired up or it would tick them off where they would uh, actually quit. <laughs> but, um, but my point with that is that uh, I love to see people grow. I love to see the agents grow. Uh, I love to get that conversation last week, the inspector, where he said, hey, you, you know, you don't know this, but uh, I did all these different things and here's what's going on in my business as a result of it. I get a huge charge off that. Um, so future-wise, I mean, I want to continue doing that. I have a mastermind group that I do uh, that, that we meet three times a year that I, that I help with. Um, you know, a lot of it's about profitability too, Kev. I think that uh, you know that you've been involved in a lot of mastermind groups and I've seen a lot of agents kind of toot their own horn and they're doing all these millions of dollars of business and all these transactions and they got the fancy suits with their names in it and, you know, driving these nice cars and these big Rolex watches. And then as soon as the market shifts or something happens, they're gone, right? They're out of the business. And um, I think at the end of the day, we get into business uh, to earn a profit, right? That's the main thing. So in our mastermind group, we really focus on getting a mastermind group that actually shared each other's numbers, actually shared our P&Ls, actually took a look at all the different line items and compared with each other. So if I knew, if I looked at your P&L, Kevin, if I said, geez, how are you getting this huge return on online leads? Um, you know, you can actually share your process. Um, but by doing this, we've been able to uncover uh, a lot of flaws in some of our businesses. Uh, also, a lot of efficiencies that we can learn from. Uh, and there's not too many mastermind groups that do that uh, because a lot of them don't want to share their numbers. You know, and when you actually look at the numbers, it's scary. It really is scary uh, on some of these people that you thought that were making millions of dollars and could actually be losing 100 or 200,000 a year. Uh, to try to keep up, I guess, the ego or whatever you want to call it going uh, so they didn't look like a failure. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, sometimes I'll sit there in a room, uh, be it big or small, and hear people talking from stage and start doing the math. But then, you know, I'll start doing this. I'll start doing as my uh, my friend Joe says. He always says people, everyone does the addition at events. Nobody does the subtraction. But I'll start doing the subtraction in my head when I I listen to an agent with a large team talk uh, because I know what it costs like staff is not free and it's leads are not cheap. Advertising is not cheap. And so, you know, great. The top line numbers look good, but yeah. What, what is that bottom line take home number? What's that? Like, that's what I want to talk about because that to me, that's where the real conversations are had. Uh, you just mentioned like, you know, use the example of online leads. What if someone, you know, someone who's getting a great return, well, let's get into the nitty gritty of that. Forget about the top line, how many transactions, but What's the ROI on that? Like, what's, what's the money I receive back at the end of the day? That's yeah. the stuff that's important that I don't think gets highlighted enough in this industry. I love that you take the time in your mastermind to do that because not enough of us are doing that. Yeah. No, it's, and it's been, it's been an eye-opener uh, by doing that. So we're going to continue doing that and uh, also sharing great ideas on what's working, what's not working out there, um, and just growing it with like-minded people. Uh, but, uh, I think that's really the future for me. I love going out and speaking to at different events like we did back in January. Uh, I've been in Chicago. I've been in Florida this year. Uh, I do about 10 to 12 speaking gigs a year, just kind of getting out there, uh, promoting my book. I got a book, great title. You love the title on this. How did I get your ass kicked in the real estate business? Oh man. I love that. That is an amazing title. Amazon bestseller. It's my words. It's not, uh, ghostwritten. But there's a lot of great ideas, a lot of different things that, you know, a little bit of my story, but it, it goes in there and talks about 
uh, lead generation. It talks about database and what we do to, you know, sort and qualify our database goes into team building, goes into all the financial stuff that we talk about, um, time management for the high producing agent, all the different things that I, I guess, you know, we learn the hard way and, and by teaching, and I do teach at the local real estate school about eight times a year, I'll do a, a full day uh, class for them for their licensing course. I give them all a free copy. You know, I just say, here, take it, whatever you can do. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. And I've had a lot of them reach back out to me, uh, thanking me or giving them more information on uh, some of the different things in the book. Uh, and, and again, it's just a way for me to get out there and speak about things and give back because I've learned so much from so many people. And, um, you know, I enjoy giving back. And again, I pick up ideas from every time I go out and speak, I always meet two or three people, come back with two or three more ideas. I mean, my staff really doesn't like when I go away because I come back with all these great ideas uh, and change everything that we're doing, or at least starting something new, adding it to their, you know, already very busy workload. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, um, to me, teaching, the number one thing about it is you get, you get so much more back and it sharpens you so much. I remember that event we both spoke at in January, uh, John asked me to talk on something I've been studying a lot, but quite frankly, I'm nowhere near a master of, which is, you know, direct response, copywriting and, uh, and whatnot for social media. And I remember being scared, like it's not been often where I'm like, I don't know if I should be standing up on your stage, man, and talking about this. But the reality is, is that was the reason I did it is because I was like, I started to question myself there for a moment. I went, okay, I really better get my stuff down here and I, be I better gather my thoughts and make sure I do know what I'm talking about. Um, and it forced me to get better. And like, it just literally forced me to get better. And I think that is, that is such the gift of teaching and giving back, whether that be in a, you know, presentation type when you're in front of a classroom uh, or, you know, you're running a mastermind with a small group of 20 or 30 people or even four or five people. Um, I yeah. think that's really the gift of that is how much more you get back. And then, you know, to double that is the people around you are likely getting a lot from that too. Hey, it was a great presentation. I know I shared it with a couple of my uh, staff people and they've changed some things because of it. So thank you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, and you know, the reality is, is yeah, for, you know, you put stuff like that together, it forces you to, forces you to get better and learn what you're already doing. Or sometimes, right. like you said earlier, remind yourself what you used to be doing yeah. uh, and go, Hey, you know what? That was a good idea. Why did I stop that? Um, sometimes we just need to remind ourselves. Because we already, we, already, we already know what we, we already know what we have. So let me ask you a question on that book. If I put a link in the show notes, to, is, is it on Amazon? People could go find that if they wanted it? Yeah, you go right to Amazon. It's on Amazon. Um, if they want to get some free resources in the back, like I got a copy of my 14-step um, listing presentation, my personal brochure, uh, our buyer presentation, just different things that we've used over the years. Uh, they can go to freewillystuff.com, and that's – W-I-L-L-I-E, so free, willystuff.com, and go on there for free and uh, download any of the templates. If you have any questions, shoot me an email. Be more than happy to help. Awesome, I'll make sure that goes in the show notes too. Um, where can people find you at Willie? Like if they want to uh, connect with you on social or, or on a website, maybe they want to learn about your coaching or your masterminds, what's the best way for someone to, to find you? Yeah, on, on uh, social media, we have a page, uh, The Ultimate Real Estate Success Blueprint. Actually, it's going to be the title of my second book that I'm working on right now. But uh, the Ultimate Real Estate Success Blueprint uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can reach out to me on my website at williemiranda.com. Uh, or one of the best ways, just shoot me a text uh, at 518-376-1073 on my cell phone. 
Awesome, man. You're brave giving out your cell phone uh, online. I appreciate that about you. That's awesome. I will uh, make sure we get those all in the notes too. And I would highly encourage any of the listeners who want to learn more from Willie to reach out to him, to kind of watch what he's doing. He puts a lot of great content online, um, a lot of great educational videos, obviously putting together the events. He's got the book and the other one in the works. And so I would highly encourage you to plug into some of that. Willie, last question for you before we go. And then if there's anything else that we should cover that I forgot to ask you, you, you have to tell me. But my last question is, okay, so I'm a real estate agent. And quite frankly, I just want to have a better business. What are, what are the two or three things I need to be doing as your average real estate agent to really up my game in this business? Well, for sure. You got to, you know, you got a lot of people's, you know, I hate when agents come to me and they say, I don't have anyone. I don't know anyone. And then you go on their Facebook page and I got 2000 friends, you know? Um, I think you really got to start with the basics, like I said before. And one of the main things is just going deeper with those relationships within that book of business. So creating that, getting on the phone with them, reaching out to them, making sure that um, they understand that you're in the business because you want to stay top of mind. But giving them some value, Kevin, that's one of the things that I think a lot of agents, they don't make those phone calls because they don't know what to give them. Um, so one of the advices I always give to a lot of agents, and it's had a lot of success, is that when um, you don't know what to say to your database, when reaching out to them, um, give them information on what their home is worth. Get them information on what homes around them are selling for if they're homeowners. And why I say that is because uh, every month or every quarter, we're always getting mutual fund statements, we're getting 401k statements, uh, deferred comp statements, uh, if, you, if, you know, if you have different uh, retirement set up like that. But no one is getting anything or any values on their actual property. And that's probably one of their biggest assets that they own. And as real estate agents, we want to make sure that we're able to provide that to them. So I think that, you know, one of the things I would definitely do is just anyone that you know, ask them if they want a, you know, a free market analysis report, send it out to them, whether they're looking to buy or sell, doesn't matter. But the fact that you did that, the law of reciprocity will kick in. And uh, they will definitely keep you in mind when it comes to someone that's looking to buy or sell. Your name's going to come top of mind for sure. Absolutely. I think that's solid. Um, all right, buddy. Did we miss anything today? Is there a question I should have asked you, but I didn't? You know, I think you did a pretty good job. I think you did a pretty good job. I think, um, you know, there is a quote that I always, uh, people do ask me a lot. So you didn't ask me what's my favorite quote. Uh, but uh, the quote that I always use is the road to success is always under construction. And I think that uh, we never really get to that success uh, platform. It's always under construction, especially with real estate, with everything that's going on and all the disruption that's going on in the real estate industry right now. Uh, we just have to constantly, constantly be getting better and better each and every day. Uh, and um, it's always under construction. So uh, that's all I got for you for today, Kevin. Man, there's a lot of wisdom there in that one quote. I mean, I, I could, we could probably have a whole other podcast just to deconstructing that quote. Uh, so hopefully people will listen to that uh, a couple of times and really think about that, what that means to them, because I think that goes really deep. And I appreciate you taking the time to uh, share that quote with us, man. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for having me come on today and uh, looking forward to listening to some more podcasts in the near future. All right. All right. Next Level Agents uh, podcast listeners, have a great day and we'll catch you next time. And to our uh, guest, Willie Miranda, thanks a ton for being here today, buddy. All right. Thank you. Hey, that's it for today. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. If you found this valuable, do us a favor. Please review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share this with your friends. And for more great content, check out KevinAndFred.com. That's KevinAndFred.com. We'll see you soon.